Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Truck and Hustle Tuesdays. I hope everybody enjoyed the long weekend. Um, enjoyed your Labor Day and all that good stuff. Um, I've been getting a lot of requests uh, for, for more information about uh, the dump truck industry. Uh, so today we have a special guest. Um, actually, three special guests. We have Shanti and Garen Hoffman. Uh, they have a dump truck company for trucks in the Los Angeles area. They are currently killing it. And also we are joined by their partner Tamaris of TMK Consulting. Uh, together they've created a dump truck course called Truck It Right. Teaches you how to get your own dump truck company started. Um, so this interview was packed with plenty of information, plenty of jewels. Y'all going to really enjoy it. Um, you know, so before we get started, of course, I want to shout the Hustle fam, everybody out there posting, resharing, spreading the word. Love y'all. Um, you know, and it's, 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 the show is growing, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy. I'm excited to keep on bringing y'all this content. So, you know, like we say, put your ears on. And if you smell something burning, it's only your desire. What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's not to live a, a lavish lifestyle. It's to actually suffice for our business so we can have longevity. Right. And that's what people don't realize. Like, if we wanted the quick way out, we could just take, we could take every penny that anybody has to give. But since we ain't like that, since we look in long term, we kind of want what we want because mm-hmm. we want this business to last. Turn my mic up. Take there. Yeah, yeah, uh. On the road to the riches, life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. All right, so 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 for everybody, we are here um, today with uh, Shanti and Garen Hoffman, right of Hoff, Hoffman Transportation, right, and we also have Tamaris joining us, who is Shanti's business partner in uh, Truck It Right, right. And Correct. Truck It Right is a course, um, a dump truck course, how to, how to start a dump truck business, correct? Yes. All right, cool. So, so we got a lot to talk about, man. I, I'm going to be all over the place because you guys are like all over the screen. So um, let me start with you, Garen. Um, you know, tell me a little bit about y- yourself um, coming up. Where are you from? Um, just give me a little bit of your backstory. I am born and raised in West Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, uh, Worked majority of my life, went to school a little bit. Um, just, I, I, I was always into getting the money. There you go. Um, you know, I, did, I, I, did, I, I, I did everything and everything to, to make it to where, you know, we are at right now. And okay. uh, I mean, I've, I've done it all, man. I, I working for $50 a week, okay. all the way up to making, you know, the, 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 the big, the big sum numbers. Right, right, right. So uh, I, I'm 37. I started, you know, working when I was five years old, believe it or not. Get so out of here. Yeah, so I had that work ethic since a child. Now, what were you doing at five years old, man? 
washing cars, selling newspapers and cans, man. <laughs> now, now, was this something that you, you just had that entrepreneurial spirit you got into yourself or did your parents kind of drive you and push you in that direction? Like, listen, you're going to get out there and work. No, oh, it was easy. Okay. Was, I, I actually showed them that I was going to get out there and work. Okay. And everything else was just simple from that. Like, at the end of the day, I was kind of fed with a silver spoon my whole life, but my, my parents always taught me to you have to you have to work for what you for what you want in life. So you know what, and, and, and from that point on, it, it 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 was in me, and I took it and I ran with it, and and I acquired much more than what I have already, what was given to me. You know, got you, got you. Now, were your parents entrepreneurial as well? No, my uh, they had great jobs. My dad was an entrepreneur, but he still worked a nine to five where he was actually a boss for 50, okay fifty five years. Okay, so, yeah. So uh, you know, it, it, I'm a longshoreman too, by the way. I work on the ports. Oh, so okay, okay. Import and export. So yeah, that's dope, what I mean. Dope, 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 yeah, dope. So, you know that type. You know, just but I'm telling you, like I work, I bust my butt, man. I bust my ass to get where I'm at. And I'm still busting it. It seemed like it ain't going to ever stop. <laughs> now, nah, it probably won't ever stop, man. It probably won't ever stop. You said you grew up in West Los Angeles? West Los Angeles, man. Tell me, tell me about West Los Angeles, man. I have, I have no clue. What's it like coming up in West Los Angeles? Dope. We the flyest people that walk the earth, man. I, I heard that. Now, now <laughs> look. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Because Tamaris is laughing. She must not be from West Los Angeles. <laughs> no, I am. Oh, yeah, I am. That's so why he said Okay, okay. You know, West Los Angeles is very diverse, man. It's a super diverse place. Um, it's, it's, it's a neutral place. And it's very, it's very fashion-y. Like, it's a fashion, it's like a fashion icon of L.A. Just like how New York, what you got with Greenwich Village and Soho, that's like yeah. the, Manhattan, that's all like fashion. Like, New York on the whole is fashionable. But oh, okay. West L.A., you know, you got Melrose, you got Fairfax, you got all that stuff. So it's like where all the hype beasts hang, man. So it's different. See- so you y'all about getting fly out there? We are what? We the I fly. Like I told you, we the fly. <laughs> Listen, I earth, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I check. I check your gram out a little bit, and I saw you got a little fly going on. So I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, I, I seen a couple of your pictures. So you you got that. You got that for sure. All right, good looking, man. <laughs> no doubt. All right. So so started working at five years old. Um, growing up in West Los Angeles. What was your first your your first job? First 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 job that that you got into. My first job that I got into was actually uh, selling a uh, newspaper. My grandfather would put aside all the newspapers from the weeks and I'll go like every other Friday and pick them up. And after that, I started messing with the, 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 the soda cans. Okay. And then that, uh, I started washing cars. And then from that point on, everything else, <laughs> everything else is history. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so washing cars. So after that, what, what, what's next? Talk to me. Talk to me. At the washing the cars, and after that, some years later, you know, I, uh, mind you, I wasn't even in high school yet. So okay, fast forward, uh, high school, I started, uh, I started like a vending, a vending machine company. Okay, dope. So I had bought vending machines, and I set them up. I went downtown and looked on the uh, city hall. Uh, they have a listing of okay. where you could put uh, your machines, and you have to, you have to get on that list in order to even get to those actual, get those spots. Okay. So, I don't know what I did or how I did it. I kind of shorted it. Like, I, I, I didn't even go by that list. I went straight to the place and talked to the <laughs> Right. And I actually got in. My, I, my, first, my first vending machines was put in Bank of America, all, all in a, by uh, UCLA. Wow. So I had, like, yeah, I had, like, five Bank of Americas where my vending machines were set up at. And, okay. uh, then, you know, from there on, I just 
I just uh, I started opening up like LLCs and just trying to play with it. I really didn't know too much about it, but I just started playing with it. And uh, after a while, I mean, it was it was a no brainer to open up our company, uh, which what we have right now. And, you know, just trying to take we're trying to take off right now with that. Got you. So 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 you go from the, the vending machines that 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 explodes and then you kind of move into into the trucking thing. So where did that come from? Where, how, how, how did we go from there to trucking? What, well, what ex- go ahead. I'm listening. It, what happened was it was I had one foot in and one foot out um, in this industry. I, I, I was raised around. I had buddies, um, family members. And mind you, I'm in the industrial world already as a longshoreman. I started that when I was 22. Okay, so you started that really young. Yeah, I started longshoring at 22, and I've been out there for 15 years. I'm 37 right now. So what happened was I started seeing how the transportation world was. I have a brother-in-law that's in the trucking game heavy. I have some cutting of partners of mine that's in the trucking game heavy, and they and they start. And I was looking at them; they was doing damn good. I'm like, yo, like what? You know what's what's going on? So I I actually went out and and I, I got a I got a job. Believe it or not, I already I had a great job already, but I went and got a job just so I could learn the ropes. Mm. as far as the business aspect of it. So I worked at Los Angeles Times, man, driving their trucks. Okay. And I did that for like two years. It sucked because I wanted to pay $500 every two weeks. But right, right, right. I took a sacrifice. I knew I could go back to my other job at any given time and make the real money. But right. like, you know what? Let me sacrifice a couple years of my life to learn this game because eventually I know this is something that I want to do. So from that point on, um, I quit the job. Um, and I, I was talking to my wife and we was like, you know what, let's just go all balls in and, 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 and make this, you know, take the knowledge that you got, you know, and you can show me a little, she said, you can show me a couple of things and I, you know, once you show me, I'm just going to take off. And, right. and pretty much that's what happened. So, um, I had a, a huge support team behind me that was kind of leading me to do the truck and get in the trucking industry. So. I jumped head in. Me and my wife, we jumped head in. Didn't really know too much about our nothing. Our last. We, you know, we saved up <laughs> and we, we put our last in. And, and then, you know, from there on, we took off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, we had a, we, we lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in the beginning because we, we, were getting, we were getting screwed around, you know, by people that knew that we didn't know what we was doing really. So they kind of took advantage of us. But like I said, from that point, we uh, – we, we, we jotted down everything from where we were, from our mistakes. We jotted down everything. Okay. I knew later on down the line, my wife would want to kind of transform our faults and our mishaps into somebody else's reality, like gotcha. make, making it happen so they ain't got to go through what we had to go through. Gotcha, you know gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, so, so when you first got into the trucking industry, what were you doing exactly? Like when you bought your first truck, what exactly, what commodity were you guys moving? What, what part of the industry were you in? Man, let me tell you about that. So our first truck we bought, it's the industry, it's called hot shotting. Hot Hot shotting. That's hot hot right now. That's hot right now. A lot of people want to know about hot hot shotting. It's super hot for owner operators. If you're going to drive, you're going to lose big time. <laughs> so what happened was we went out and we, we, we took our last, we had, um, we had like a hundred thousand saved up. And so, um, we went out and we bought a Dodge 2000 brand new 2016 Dodge. I, 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 I ordered it on the computer. Um, um, it was, it was, it took a month for them to build it. So we got that. And then I had called a partner of mine at the time. That was blown. He was really blowing the hot shot game up. Talking about he made 
285,000 a year, which he did. Mm. Um, and, uh, but I didn't really read the signals why he was trying to sell his equipment so bad. So he's like, Hey, you could buy my trailer, man. You could buy it. I'm like, and he had a top of the line. He had like a $20,000 trailer. Okay. And he was selling it to me for like 10, 12,000. So I was like, Hey, I'll buy it. So I went and paid cash for that. And then after that, I got into it. Um, I jumped head in and we made the money. We, we actually made the money. Okay. But the downfall to that was is that I don't like being over the road. Like, I'm not no over the road person. Mind you, I still have a, a regular job that I got to tend to. Okay. So I took some time off from my regular job and jumped in my truck. And after a while, I'm like, you know what? I broke the numbers down. And I, that's when I realized, like, this industry is only good for owner operators. Mm. This industry is not good for a driver. Like, you wouldn't make anything. Like, as an owner, we wouldn't have made anything. All our money would have went to the driver. Okay. So, mind you, we were paying like two thousand a month just on insurance. Okay. Liability, liability yeah. just on insurance Hard alone was two thousand. So, um, that's that kind of goes like a lot of people ask us why we pay cash for all our stuff. Well, it kind of goes back to we didn't really know about we knew about business credit and, and financing through our getting loans from the business. So, but we didn't do it because I didn't want to be stuck with no high ass bills every month. Right. Because if I don't get no lows, what if I don't get lows this week? Right. Then I still, I'm still going to owe this huge lump sum of money to these people that I finance from. And then it's going to make our business even worse. Like if I start, you know, being delinquent, because it was like those bills is heavy when they come in. Got you. They come in every day, not every month. They come mm. in every day. Bills come in. So it was like, you know what? Let me kind of regroup everything. Let me start selling some of this stuff and let me jump into the dump truck business, which what I, that was, that was something that we should have done from the beginning, but we were, we were, we were going between hot shot and dump truck and over the road. So long story short, I put that to the side. I turned my truck into a toy, a toy hauler. I was pulling toys and stuff around with that. I used it for personal after a while. So, right, right, right. So after that, we jumped in, we bought, we went out and got a deal on a, uh, our first truck was a 389 Pete. It was a Rolls Royce of the truck. All right. So, so say right there real quick, because I don't want to get too far into that story just yet. I want to yeah. go back to the hot shot and real fast, because you were talking about that. And I think a lot of people want to know about that hot shot game. Yeah. Um, so how do, you, how do you get your, how does it work? Because I'm, I'm not very familiar with it. So, tell me about the day-to-day operations when you're in the hot shot game. How do you get your loads? Like, what's the day-to-day? You, you told me you're over the road a lot. Kind of give me a breakdown of how things work. And then, like, financial, from the financial end, how do you get paid? Well, uh, uh, this is how it goes. You have to download these apps on, on, online, which is the load boards, right? And on the load boards, my wife, she was behind the screen all, the, all day, every day. 5 a.m. every day. 4 or 5 a.m. Book, start booking loads, right? Okay. So we have to pick and choose what loads make sense, right? Okay. So it's all about math and geography at this point. So basically, um, we would book a load. Let's say we wanted to go to San Diego, right? Okay. So we would book a load to San Diego that paid, let's say, 600 bucks. Okay. Right? So now our job is to find a load coming back from San Diego to somewhere close to home at least. Okay. So to cover the fuel now. So okay. that's how it pretty much goes. Like you book a load to make the money for your pocket and your bills. And then you need to find a load coming back 
that'll pretty much pay for the fuel. So you'll kind of, so you won't break even, so you could make something. You know Makes what I mean? Kind of profit. How so we was doing it, I, I was so eager to get home. I was deadheading. I wasn't booking no. <laughs> I was coming home empty, bro. You was like, forget the back hole. We 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 taking it back. <laughs> Man, I was stuck. I said, you know what? I am straight. I'm going home. I'm straight. Right, so, right, right. Yeah, you, you could probably end up being out there, you know, like waiting a day or so, or some, yeah, couple yeah, days. Man, you right? be, you, man, I'll be over there. Where you, where are you, lo- where are you located? I'll I'm, be, in, I'm, I'm in Jersey. I'm in man, Jersey. I'll be right off a of River Road somewhere, bro. I'll be. <laughs> trying to, man, I'm trying to tell you, if, if if I was really like I tell, I'm not no, I'm not a trucker. Right. I just drive trucks. I don't know if that makes sense to you. It makes a, a whole lot of sense to me. The, the trucker thing is not really your, your passion per se. You're, you're looking for profit. You're, you're looking for it to make sense for you. You know what Man, I mean? I'm not going to lie. I like putting them together. I like the aesthetics of them. Okay. I love getting behind the wheel, but I'm not really going to Florida or anything like that driving. Got so. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I got you. So, so, so. Ultimately, it was a very tough business to make profitable. So you said when you said that a driver can make money, owner operator can make money. What what's the difference? What what's what's the distinguishing difference that'll make a driver make money but not an actual owner make money? Well, the thing is, is that all the profit goes to me and my wife to the company. Okay. Now, if I put a driver in there, now we have to cut a fraction of that money and give it to the driver, which will probably okay. listen to negative. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean by that. So I highly recommend if this is something that uh, an individual wants to do to provide for their family. I, hey, I'm, I'm, look, I'm all with it. I actually, I do, I still like Hot Shot. Okay. But it's just not profitable for me because, like I said, I have a whole other lifestyle. My wife has a whole other lifestyle. Right. And it doesn't really make sense for us. Gotcha. It, for us. it was gonna work. It could work for somebody else. Just not for us. It Got worked you. for our buddy because he didn't have responsibilities. He was like a single dude. Just all he cared about was going. He slept in his truck. So if he had one load, let's say San Diego, and then he was going to New Jersey, he'll book 20 loads on the way there. He didn't care about coming home. So that's Got how it would have worked for him. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Like so he lived all- on the road. <laughs> Right, 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 right. So it's all, it all depends on your lifestyle. You know, you got to come preference. Lifestyle, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lifestyle. Like this dump truck industry ain't for everybody. Like, so, you know, everything over the road ain't for everybody, but it's for somebody out there, just not for us. Got you, got you. Okay, cool. So, so Shanti, can, 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 are, are you available to talk? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. What's <laughs> all right, cool, cool. So let, let's get into your story. Let, let's, let's stop there and then let's, let's get into your story. Where did you grow up? Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. So I am from Miami, Florida. Okay. And um, I went to school in Tallahassee, went to college. My mom is from Philippines. My dad's from India. Okay. So yeah, very diverse. And they were in the medical field. So when I told them about the trucking, you know, what I wanted to do, what me and hubby wanted to do, we were like telling them our plans. They were kind of, you know, are you sure? You know, they're very like, engineer doctor nurse you know right right like, right, right, right. like it, it, there's a lot some people are scared you know when you hear something that seems out of the norm it's like oh my god a trucking industry you get what i'm saying right for sure so you talk about it let's say if i said hey to a random person you should start a trucking company they're kind of like a little nervous so that's how yeah that's those are my parents in a nutshell okay okay so so you, you said you grew up in miami yes so tell me about growing up in Miami. How was that? Oh, it was fun. I mean, 
Before I got married, I was, I, I, I'm not, I was like uh, the my, the queen of Miami. Then I came to LA. <laughs> and then um, I got married, had a kid and, you know, whole life changed, but I love it. Well, let me stop you from being popping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm popping on another level. Listen, now, I don't, right? I don't want, I don't want to start any problems here. You know, I don't want to start any problems. So, so how did you guys meet? All right, guys, Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. Through his sister. Through so, sister lived in Miami. No, no, nah, my sister was my sister's in the entertainment world as well. Okay. Yeah. So that's they knew each other from going out and parties and doing shoots and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So what what, what were you doing before in in, in Miami? You, uh, you said the party and all that, but you know all young people do that. What what right. was your what was your career path before you started thinking about trucking? So actually, um, after college in Tallahassee, I went. I moved back to Miami. And honestly, I was the, you know, being out partying and always hanging, like all my friends were beautiful, you know, beautiful people down there. Um, I started becoming like real close with a lot of the athletes and entertainers, like, like, like real, like good friends. Okay. See like, you know what? She's smart. She's real business minded. We're going to start hitting her up, you know, kind of like on an assistant level. If we're going to go, you know, book a flight to Bora Bora and need, you know, want some beautiful women, want a yacht. Like concierge type of thing. Exactly. So okay. that's exactly what I did. I This was before, obviously, Expedia and Travelocity, and people were using, you know, their credit cards. They, I, was, I was basically a travel agent to go to. So okay. I actually had my, I had a concierge for about 10 years. So it was called Saha Concierge. Saha is my maiden last name. Okay. So I was honestly for a good 10 years the go-to for throwing events, for throwing parties, well, which are events, uh, brokering jets, yachts, exotic cars. I've partnered with huge companies. And I made enough money in a year. The first year I started doing it, well, actually, I was doing it as favors. Like, you know, like, hey, sis. Right, right, right. And I was like, all right, cool. I mean, if I get to go on a trip, why not? I didn't look at it. I was young. I was like 22. I was like, all right. Then a year went by, and I was like, I'm not doing this shit free no more. I'm going to turn this into a business, right? Like, right, right, right. And... After a year, I made enough money and I came out to L.A. Okay. okay. And I continued it out here and I was, you know, working and I was just that person. Everyone, all the entertainers, athletes, regular, anybody would just contact me. Hey, I want to throw an event. So it was easy for me to, you know, contact Hennessy, Ciroc. I was just the go-to for everything. Got you. Got you. that's what I did. Okay. So then you you, you get out to to L.A. and then you kind of change gears and you guys get into the trucking world. Um, you and your husband. Okay, so Tamaris, where you at down there, Tamaris? I, hey. I see. <laughs> what, what's, what's going on? So, hey. so, 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 Tamaris is Shanti's partner. Um, yep. Together, they have a company called Truck It Right, right? Yep. And yep. Truck, Truck It Right is a dump truck course, as I, I said earlier, teaches you how to become a, a, a dump truck business owner, which is currently the business that you guys run, Hoffman Transport, correct? So yes. so 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 how did how did this this whole idea come 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 about uh you know the 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 course what what's your background Tamaris tell tell me a little bit about yourself 
So I am a Cali gal, and um, I grew up summer everywhere in California, um, West LA, uh, South Central, Culver City, just all over. Um, so my background is more executive administrative, um, where I dealt with the paperwork, all the fun stuff, filing documents, researching, um, the whole nine yards. So I'm self-taught. I'm the type of person that you can't tell me no, because I'm going to go find a yes. So that's how I learned about this industry. I learned about, um, our friendship began when they wanted to certify their business. And I'll touch on that a little bit more. Um, so I taught myself about government and federal contracting. So um, that's how our friendship begins because they want to certify their business so that they can become a DBE and SBE, okay. which is disadvantaged business enterprise and small biz- business enterprise. Okay. So those are certifications that you would need if you're going after state, federal, um, even some private sector contracts. So um, like I said, I taught myself, I researched, I found out, I saw that it was so much money out there, especially for women and minorities. Mm, and sure. that's where our passion grew. Like, okay, we're seeing these opportunities and we're going to these city events and these city conferences and they're talking about millions, billions of dollars. And, you know, there's not enough qualified individuals to take on these contracts. So Shanti and I were like, well, we know people that can do the work, you know? Yeah. So the thing was like, how do we combine the two? And so their expertise in the trucking industry and my administrative, it was the perfect marriage. So that's where we came up with the idea, Truck It Right. And we came up with the name Truck It Right because we're like a lot of people in the trucking industry, they're doing it. But they're not doing it right. Doing it they're wrong. Missing right. Some, yeah, right. <laughs> so they're it missing, there you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. they're missing some very key components to having a successful business. And that's where my knowledge base came into play for us to educate. Of course, our course is for anyone that's interested in getting in the, in the business. But we're specifically targeting minorities and minority women because we're underrepresented in this industry. Mm. So, um, and there's specific set asides. That's some of the stuff that we talk about in our, our training. There's specific amounts of money that these big construction companies, federal contractors, that they have 25% or whatever that particular project has to be set aside for individuals with a DBE or SBE. So yes. that means there's a specific amount, 25% of a billion dollar contract that they can't even touch. They have to go hire these individuals with these certifications. Wow. So um, wow. that's some of the stuff that we, you know, we teach in our course that, Hey, there's money out there to be made, you know, how to, to manage your money, how to set up your business correctly, not as a DBA, mm. throw that out there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. DBA, sure you're not protecting yourself. Is pro- correct. Absolutely. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, it's funny. I I have noticed that there is a surge in um, women in the trucking business, specifically minority women. And I think, uh, uh, you know, people are beginning to, you know, see that there are these set asides and there are these opportunities out there, but not enough people. There's still like a whole lot of opportunity out there. You know, and, and listening to you guys, it's like you guys definitely have the perfect, the perfect marriage, you know, 
because like you said, you have the, the, the background in, 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 in certification setting up with, you know, the, uh, <clears throat> The, the things that you do as far as the, uh, the, the contracts, government contracting and so forth and so on. Um, Garen had all the, the, the knowledge and, 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 and Shanti just had all the connections and she's just, right. she's just right. to go to, she's out there, you know, talking and moving and shaking so forth. Absolutely. So, so now nah, it, it, it's perfect the way you guys have everything set up. So let's get into it. How do you start a dump truck, a dump truck company? I mean, let, get, give us a little bit of a, a, a sneak peek. Um, because I know people right now, they're listening. They're like, yeah, it sounds easy, but you know, probably, you know, it, it sounds good, but, but, but what do we really do? What's the first steps? I mean, of course you can't give it all away. The game is to be sold, not told. Right. right? Absolutely. Our, our steps is going to truckerride.com and applying. <laughs> there you go. The, the, the game is <laughs> to the, be sold, not told. Hey, that, that's the first step. And that, the second, the second step comes with the, uh, with, with the, with the payment. It goes along with the payment. <laughs> I I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent. But 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 tell us a little something. Give us give give us a little 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 bit of a, a, a starting point. If if we if 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 we're interested in this business, which I know there's plenty of people interested in dump truck business, is very popular right now. It's very trendy. Um, I get DMs all the time. People asking me about dump truck stuff, and I don't know. I'm not in the dump truck business. I have no idea. So I direct them to the people that I do know who are in the business. Um, you know, and now I'm going to start directing them to you guys as well. But where do we start? Do we start with, with finding the right truck? Do we start where, where do we start with looking at some contracts, finding where, where do we start? You start with your bank account. First of all, you have to have some type of overhead. Make like this is the biggest thing in the industry. And people think that they could just jump into this and not have a pillow. And what I mean by a pillow is an extra amount of currency in their account that could take care of their business for at least the first three months. Okay. You know, you have to have that. No doubt about that, you know. And then after that, I mean, it's all the legality situation. That's where Tamaris and my wife falls into place, you know. Um, you have, uh, you need to start, with what, I mean, depending on how you want to do it, LLC or a corporation, S-Corp, however you want to do it, depending on how many trucks or how big you want your company to be and, how you want to write your taxes off and all that, um, you know, and then it breaks down into the, uh, you know, getting your fictitious name and all that other good stuff. Um, uh, what else? Authority. Uh, authority, insurance, you know, and so forth and so forth. We have, like I said, we have it all down, truckerright.com. Um, you can find all that good stuff list by list, play by play, if you just tune into it. Just gotcha. go ahead and look it up. Got you. So give, give me an idea of the financials in the dump truck business. I mean, what, what, what can one stand to, you know, what, 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 what can you make in the dump truck business? I mean, after your overhead, cause this is the stuff that people want to know people, you know, people here like, yeah, we can make money, so forth and so on. But what we want the real information. Off of one truck, real, realistically off of one truck, um, you could bring like after all the bills are paid, your drivers are paid. If a you're a driver day. on a, I mean, I'm saying on a on a on a whatever day, on a regular day, you bring it home no more than seven at ten thousand monthly. Okay. okay, okay. That's after your bills are all paid. That's after everything is paid. That's a ninety an hour rate in California. Got you, got you, got you. And and how are the days? What what are the work days like when you're when you're on the truck? Monday to Saturday, Sundays you all. I mean night. You have night work, you have day work. Everything is optional. Okay. Depending on how hard they want to move that uh, 
dirt, you know, from location to location. It all depends. Really, like I say, some jobs you might pull up and you might just get a four-hour minimum just for showing up. They might not even have nothing for you. Mm. So you probably just get paid for four four hours that day, you know. Some days you got to get paid for 12, 15 hours. Got you. Know? you. So, I mean, that's, it's, it really just depends on the contractor that you're dealing with at that time. If a machine, if one of their machines break down, guess what? They have to shut it down right then and there. So you get paid all the way up to that point. Um, it, it, it's really different. Like, it's not really nothing set. You're not getting, it's not a set amount of money that you're going to get. It's, 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 you might get. Night work too. So if you have night work, because he's talking on like an eight hour shift, right? Okay. okay. You're working that same truck at night, which there is a lot of night work now, double that. It's like a, a night differential, basically, yeah. Yeah, and we okay. might not get night work every night. You know, okay. we might get it like four days out of the week. Right? You know, so the, the rate changes. One month, it could be a slow month where you're making 7000 It could be a good month, like he said. It could be 10000 or it could be a crazy month where it's just so much work where you can make 20000 mm. So mm. it's different. It's not a set schedule. Got you. Now, where are you guys getting work from? Are you using different contractors or is it one or how do you go about that process? I mean, I don't need to know the exact people, but like, how does that process work as far as getting the work? It varies. And honestly, it varies. You know, um, I think what helps with with our team and what's helping them grow is we don't limit ourselves. We have, um, we use all type of resource. We use city, federal, um, brokers, you know, um, Shantia and I, we're very good investigators, you know, we, that, that's why, you know, our worship that we have coming up, she's one of the special guest speakers that's going to be teaching how to follow the lead. So that means, Hey, you hear about a job is over in West Covina, you know, cause you get some of those people in the game that they'll tell you where is at, but that's it. They're not going to tell you the broker they're using and not yeah, sure. how they got on. So, you know, that's one good thing I could definitely say Shanti is excellent at doing. She'll, she follows the lead. She'll research and find it herself. And before you know it, she's on the, on the gig, you know. So it just varies. We use multiple um, opportunities. And we're not just stuck to one state. You know what I'm saying? They, they can go, their, their, their authority reaches where they can go statewide, countrywide. You know, so some of those, some of the, that's some of the things you have to think out of the box about. Mm. Um, in regards to, you know, being successful in this industry, you have to think out of the box. Don't be, don't limit yourself. Got you. Got you. So how many trucks do you guys have currently right now? Four. You guys have four, four, four trucks. So you have four, four employees, four drivers operating those four trucks. Correct. Okay. So talk, talk, talk to me about that. Talk to me about uh, being a boss, man. How, how is it? Cause you, you guys are a young couple. Um, you know, you, you, you all are young people. How is it dealing with drivers? Um, first of all, like I tell, like I tell my drivers, I'm not your boss. Okay. Y'all don't work for me. We work together. Like we a team. At the end I like that. I like that. Um, at some point, like, you know, I get in, like I get in trucks myself in, in rock and roll, but for the most part, dealing with drivers is a headache. Because <laughs> I, I see, I see how I see why the women in the DMV be pissed off. <laughs> they be dealing with different personalities all day. Right, and, right, right. I mean, and I mean, and that's pretty much how it is. I mean, you do get great people that you know operate your vehicles and you take care of them. But for the most part, you have people that just want that paycheck every Friday, mm-hmm. and they have that, and they and they have it. They had that. It ain't my mentality. So you know, as long as I'm getting paid, it don't matter how you know. I got I, I got trucks in the shop right now as we speak. Right. Right. You know, 
I got trucks in the shop right now as we speak, bro. And I'm telling you, it's whooping me left and right. Right. But, you know, that's that come. You got to take the good with the bad. It come with the territory. Gotcha. You know, So at the end of the day, um, I don't talk bad about nobody. It's just a part of the game. And that's what I signed up for. And that's what I'm going to ex- ex- execute. Got you. Got you. I do want to admit that um, in the dump truck industry, it is much easier to find drivers in our experience than over the road because they are home by dinner. Mm. So if they leave, let's say if the, the job is at 6 or 7 a.m., they'll be home before 4 o'clock. And then, okay. or, and then let's say you have night work. That night work starts at 11. So you kind of have, have the option, hey, driver, do you want to do the, this 11 p.m. to you know, 5 a.m. or do you want to do the daytime? So they're home every day, and it makes them happy. They they get to be home and have dinner with their family. So do they do they pretty much have like a set schedule for the most part, or it's got to varies week to week? It varies, but for the most part, it's a set schedule. Like we have a contract right now, seven year contract that we are right now, and um, seven you know, year contract. Yeah, five highway. Yeah. So what happens? Oh, that's dope. Like, that's I, dope. Congratulations, I, man. That's big. Thank you. That's big. All I do is literally send my dispatch every day, and he knows what to do after that. Like, I, I'll just send him what the, what the broker sends me, I, you know, what time and where to be at, and I just text that to my drivers, and they there. I don't, I don't need to hear from them again unless something breaks down. Got you. So, you know, that's how it pretty much goes. Got you. How, how, how's your retention? Do you, do, you, do you keep the same drivers for a while, or do you kind of go through – do you find that you go through a lot of drivers? How, how about – how's that? I try to keep my drivers as long as I can because, like I said, at the end of the day, when I hire you, I look at you like a family member because you have an interest and I see that you hustling and busting your butt and it makes me want to take care of what needs to be taken care of. And, um, you know, sometimes it's not reciprocated the same on my behalf, you know, because I'm just looked at as a person with all this money and I, I could afford to deal with a breakdown and so forth and so forth. But for the most part, you know, I just got to keep my composure and uh, just deal with them accordingly, really and truly. Right, 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 right. And, and, and your guys are all Class B, correct? Class B drivers? Class A. Class oh, you A. Got cla- cla- okay. Oh, class- yeah, Class A or Class B. Class A, Class B. Okay, 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 cool. So, you, 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 uh, Tamaris, you were talking about the workshops a little bit earlier for, for Truck It Right. You guys um, are doing workshops now for, for the business? Yeah. Yeah, we're actually doing, we, we were bombarded with requests to do um, either workshops or do we do one-on-one training. And um, we were like, you know what, let's just create an environment for a one-stop shop. So the workshop is going to be October the 12th, which is this, a Saturday. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay. And it's going to be at the Four Points Sheraton in Cobra City, Los Angeles. Okay. This okay. is going to be an event where we have um, Shanti is going to be speaking. Garen is going to be speaking. I'll be speaking. Um, we have a marketing expert, um, Mr. Duff, that's going to come in. That's a real key component that some of these transportation individuals, owner operators are missing because when you have contractors looking for individuals to get on a project with they want to see your work they want to see what your mm. truck look like they want to see what your previous experience was they want to see your your scalability meaning can you manage a certain dollar amount so having um a marketing package and one that's professional is very very important and mr duff is going to be talking about that 
Okay. Um, we also have a guest, uh, special guest speaker, um, Mr. Dion Rambo, who has won a million dollar contract with LAX, and he's going to talk about how to win contracts and the importance of, um, you know, being professional and so on and so forth. So we have a lot of good nuggets that we're going to be sharing in this workshop. Um, we're also going to feed our people. Come through. Okay. And you're gonna I might come myself. You, which, right? <laughs> which, which I got something on the grill. What's going on over there? No, no, no. We're we're having it catered. So you know, we're all about making sure that you get what you pay for. You know, we're very professional. We believe in making it. Um, we want you to be comfortable because we legit want to see more of our people out here getting this money. That's a fact. Um, and so, where, where can people find information about that? I know you just now basically told us about it, October 12th, but where is there a link or something to purchase absolutely. tickets or how does that work? Absolutely. You can visit our website at truckitright.com okay. or you can find us on the Eventbrite. Okay. Um, we have a link on our um, Instagram and our Facebook page as well if you want to um, purchase your tickets. We do have payment plan options. We do understand it is a bit pricey, but believe me, what you're going to experience at this event is going to be worth every penny. If you can go out there and stand in the line for, um, what's the big craze right now? This stinking Popeye chicken All sandwich. Right. Oh, we were in line. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. I, I, was man. In line. I was in line yesterday and got shut down. Listen. Let me tell you, I'm so frustrated with our people. This is just my sidebar. I'm so frustrated. Do you know Popeyes had free advertising, and they um, they grossed twenty three point twenty five million dollars wow. in four days. Wow! Wow! Free advertising. Black people <laughs> jumping on, talking about how good this sandwich is, and yeah. we scrounge and we complain and we want to nickel and. And can I get a discount on something that can make you that same $23, 24000000 million? So, right, right. You invest, know, we got to do better, Invest in yourself, people. people. Invest, we, invest yes. in yourself. You Absolutely. Know, you know, back to the Popeyes thing real quick, man. Do you Uh-oh. guys, this is just, this is my, this, I'm just asking you guys, right? So do you really think that this whole thing was just an arbitrary, um, just, it just happened like oh. this craze? Or do you think there was some serious marketing put oh, into this? Like, what, 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 like, because I don't even know where it came from. All of a sudden, like, like, <laughs> where, where, where did it start? Where did this whole Popeyes thing originate? It's like, they, I mean, they got lines up. They're selling out everywhere. And I was talking to my wife, and I'm saying, listen, I don't. I think they want to sell out, right? Going yeah. back to going back to Garen, like you, you, the whole hype beast thing, right? They're, they're using that same that same strategy, right? Same energy, yeah. Yeezy. The, the same. The, yeah, they're the new Yeezys. They they yep. want to sell out. They want people waiting online. They want to turn people back because they're going to keep on coming every day. And you know what? People are still buying other food, right? That chicken, it, that, that chicken ain't never left out of Popeyes. They just shut down. They just sold so many. Yep. And kicked the rims, man. That's, <laughs> That's a that. fact. Yep. They, had they had about five hundred more patty chicken patties in there. That right. <laughs> That's a you're right. You're so right. You're so right. You're still going to buy a, 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 a wing or a, some soda or yep. something while you're there, right? You're not going right. to go Popeyes and just turn around empty-handed. So I think it's, I mean, I think it's strategic genius. I mean, they market it as this um, viral thing, like, oh, I just went viral and so forth and so on. But man, it's, and that's the thing. A lot of times our people don't understand that, you know, there's things happening behind, behind the scenes that, that kind of make things go. You know what right. I mean? It's, and it's not as simple as just, oh, this just happened. Nothing just happens. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially to make, what'd you say? What was that number? It might as well round it up $24 million in four days. Yeah, $24 million don't happen by mistake. Yeah. You know, yeah. $24 million don't happen and by mistake. And free advertising. Let's let's go back to that. Social that was media. free advertising because yeah. you had billions of us, minorities, yeah, yeah. on their personal pages talking about how... So that $24 million is pocketed. They don't have to give it... They don't have to get no percentage to no marketing team, nothing. We hashtag, gave that to them. Hashtag chicken, Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Right. <laughs> Yo, that's it, man. That's it. I mean, listen, I take my hat off to them, man. They, they're doing their thing. They're, yeah. they're, they're getting hit. Like, you know, people are getting hit. These big, large companies are adapting to social media, and they're like, look, we don't have to spend all these marketing yep. dollars on TV and all this. All we got to do is create some kind of social media craze, you know, yep. say it's Popeye's versus uh, Chick-fil-A and whatever, whatever, and people are, yep. people are eating mm-hmm. up. That's how, you know, that's how everything gets uh, 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 popped off is by a beef. Right. You know, everybody controversy. Likes, every, controversy. Everybody likes controversy. Everybody yes. likes to see some drama. That's why you have reality TV shows and no yeah. more Cosby shows no more. Listen, it's a yeah. fact. I, I've been even thinking to myself, how can I start some beef between two truck drivers to get this show popping? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, 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 need start, I need to start a dump truck beef or something like that. Right. Dump truck versus OTR. Because everybody, <laughs> everybody start paying attention then, right? When when, when we yeah. have the throats killing each other, then they'll be like, oh, then we got to go and truck and hustle. They, yo, Garen just yeah. said this to such and such. We, we got to go. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, Shanti, you still got you about to say yeah, something? Yeah, I want to add a couple things. You know, sorry, because I was getting my hair done, all that. It's cool. Um, how can I forget? I also do real estate. I also, okay. Yeah, so we. I also sell, rent, buy, Airbnb. invest, Airbnb, whatever you guys need. We also do real estate as well. Dope. That's what I'm just doing. Yeah, so we, we kind of combine the two. Like, what people for, that are building new homes, we have the dump trucks too. So. Mm. We're about to build our own pool. He's going to dig the dirt and put it in the dump truck. Oh, man, look at that. Y'all you, 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 got the cheat code, man. You could <laughs> dig, dig the dirt for your own pool. Yeah. And then the thing is, is, is you guys can pay the company. You know what I mean? From, from your personal pocket, pay the company to build your pool. Exactly. Right. Man, man. Recycle. That, that, that's genius. So while we're talking about Brandon, I see you guys have a big social media presence. How, how important is... is Obviously, we know Brandon is important to you. Talk to me a little bit about that. Like, what do you guys think about when you think about branding your company, and 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 what's the long term play for you in your branding? Uh, you, anybody want to go? Because I could talk for days. Anybody want to talk though? Talk for I, days. We well, we got time. Well, branding absolutely, like I stated earlier, when when individuals, especially when you're new to this game, is very very important to invest in a marketing team. It's okay to try and do it yourself. But a professional, and that's that's one key component that a lot of our um, minority brothers and sisters miss when they're starting their business is investing with a purpose, mm-hmm. not investing because of hearsay, but investing with a purpose. Meaning, why are you? What is your end goal? And investing those those steps is going to take you to get there. Again, that's why we started Trekking Right because we have those steps. So a marketing person that is professional will know how to target your market. Will know how to position your business where it again in front of the people that's going to pay mm-hmm. not just people's going to look we don't need you looking we need somebody's going to actually click the button and purchase right right but right 
Yeah, so so it's a, it's very important to in the beginning make sure that you have not only a social media presence, but your website needs to be current. Make sure your telephone is current. Make sure you have a functioning email that's current. Those are very key components that you need to have when you're going after these contracts. Because again, if I'm a billionaire and I'm looking to do business with you, I want to make sure you're going to represent me correctly mm, when you're right. out there on my yard. You know what I'm saying? Is right. your people going to show up in Timberlands and ripped jeans, you know, uh, with gold teeth in their mouth? Well, then that's not representing <laughs> my brand. You know what right. I'm saying? No, no disrespect to anybody, but there's a level of professionalism you have to have if you're looking for a certain dollar amount in the beginning. Now, once you yourself become a millionaire, you can, hey, do you. But in the beginning, there's a certain way you have to present yourself. One thing I can I, I commend the Hoffmans on, they have zero tolerance for that. Mm-hmm. They'll put you mm-hmm. off their project ASAP. They'd rather miss money on that job for the day than to have somebody out there that is not representing the Hoffman transportation brand. Mm-hmm. There's a certain etiquette you have to have when you're out there. Just because you're a trucking person doesn't mean you have to act like a trucking person. Mm. Got you, got you. You want to add to that, Garen? You, you sit with the, the Brandon piece? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I get asked a lot of questions on why we charge and why we do this, why we do that. And the way how I look at it is I look at LeVar Ball. He got the big baller brand, right? Mm-hmm. Just the same mentality that he had with Gucci, how people, how our people could go out and buy Gucci, Louis, and Chanel and all this stuff, right? But when he comes out as, you know, and it isn't even about being your ethnicity. This is about just being the person that you are. Right. Um, if when he comes out with something and puts a nice label on it, everybody's shaming him and everybody's looking at him like he's crazy. But in actuality, if you know what your brand is worth and yeah. you know what your brand could do, then that's what something that we kind of stand strong with. So that's my answer to the questions that a lot of people have. Why do we charge? Well, because this is a brand and we're we're, we're branding something for that 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 could, that you could leave as a legacy to your kids, your grandkids, and so forth and so forth. We give them the blueprint. This is a straight blueprint. And if you can't invest the small amount that we're asking for to gain a big capital, you tripping. Then you mm-hmm. this ain't for you. That's all. Right. You, this just isn't for you. Right, right. right. Why, why, why do you think we have that mindset? Let's get a little bit deeper into that, man. Because Uh-oh. everybody wants to <laughs> hand out, like, black people, uh, my, not even black people, let's just say minorities, because I see a lot of ethnicities that do the same thing that we doing, but we just get shamed the most because we quote unquote got that reputation. But I'm here to, I'm here to debunk all of that. So basically what happens is, is that since we are eye to eye and we're touchable in a sense, not us, but just in general, yeah. we have that sense that, well, shoot, since we shop at the same place, that means well, you, you could give me a discount. Like you, you ain't got to, you know, everybody's looking for the cheap way out, but I find it hard to, 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 to believe in that when that same person could go to Rodeo Drive and, and, and give them every penny and be broke the next week for right. a bag. Right. So, you know, that's, you know it's, it's more so of people, quote unquote, saying that we're on the same level. Mm. I guess, you know, since you, quote unquote, think we're on the same level because of the car you drive or the clothes that you wear, or even if we live in the same neighborhood, that means that my stuff really ain't worth that much because I can see you because we are living in the same community. And that's not the truth. The truth is, is that the stuff that we sell, it's not to live a a lavish lifestyle. It's to actually suffice for our business so we can have longevity. And that's what people don't realize. Like if we wanted the quick way out, we could just take, we could take every penny that anybody has to give, but 
since we ain't like that, since we looking long term, we kind of want what we want because mm-hmm. we want this business to last. Right. We're not here. We're not here. Just we not no. We're not doing no Milli Vanilli, bro. We're like, <laughs> we ain't no one hit wonder company. We're right. Here, right. Right. I want my kids, kids, kids to keep on, do, you know, doing this until they say that, hey, we got enough. Mm. You know, and that's just what this is about. This isn't about hooking you up. Well, we are hooking you up with the game. Like, I don't know if you guys heard that virtue as far as um, I could show you how to fish instead of just giving you for whatever, how that goes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, that's what we hear. I'm going to show you how to fish. I'm not going to just keep on giving you all the fish in my bucket. I'm mm. going to show you how to catch this fish. Mm. And if you're willing to uh, learn and sit down and get your hands dirty touching worms, you're going to get you're going to catch the biggest uh, biggest sea bass that you could catch. Right, right, right. For sure, for sure. And, and, and go ahead, Samaras, you're going to say something. Yeah, I wanted to add to that. You're so on point, but it's statistically stated and found to be true that when you don't place a value on your profession and or your product that individuals don't respect it. Mm. Unfortunately, in our community, we've been taught that, like you said, Louis, Gucci, Chanel, there's respect that comes along with that. Mm. There's um, a level of um, acceptance that comes with that. Only the top of the top can afford this. So that's why I don't gripe and complain when I go drop 4,000 on a purse because this is showing to those around me, I got it. So that's the same mentality that we have with our companies is that, you know, no disrespect to anyone, but if you have to gripe and complain and, and, and you got to ask for, you know, a discount for $400, then maybe this isn't the industry you need to be in because you not, you need to have a reserve to even really make money. You need at least three to six months of reserve in this industry to, to take care of your overhead before you get paid. That's just a hard, ugly truth. Right. And if you have to come, if you're complaining about a $400 investment or a $2,000 investment where it's going to teach you how to make $20,000 a month, then you're not ready to be an entrepreneur. There you go. Entre- being an entrepreneur, means you take a risk. You're taking a risk. You're taking a chance. It may or may not work. Right. But you'll never know if you don't jump out there and find out. So, you know, we put a price on it and it's not even a lot. It's really a, not a lot because Garen to tell you the thousands of dollars that they, they lost out on, you know, trusting people to do X, Y, and Z when they only to find out they only cost a hundred dollars, right? you know, $200 here or $300. We're giving you the whole game mm. in one package where you can take it, follow it, implement it, and make the same amount of money in a shorter period of time that it took for the Hoffmans to make their, their money. You know what I'm right, saying? So, right. you know, you, it, yeah, it's about invest, invest with a purpose. Yeah. 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 yeah and you know, I, I think, I think the responsibility is on not only the consumer, um, but it's on the, 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 the person who has the product as well, because I think a lot of times what happened, what, what, what happens is, and, and I'm, we're, we're, let's talk black people, minorities again, because that's what we are. That's our experience, right? Right. Uh, I, I think a lot of times we're not giving a product that may be up to par. So we, right. we may open up a restaurant, you know, somewhere in our community. And when somebody comes and, you know, fish is on the menu, but, but you want fish, oh, we're out of fish today. You know what right. I mean? We, we don't have fish today. Okay, well, let, let me get the, the barbecue chicken. We're out of barbecue sauce. 
You know what I mean? And like, yeah. and, and this yeah. is a, it's like a, it's, it's, it's a give and take. So it's like, we have to step our game up as, yeah. as entrepreneurs and business owners and making sure that our brands are, are, are valuable, you know, for exactly. people to, to actually, you know, take interest in, in investing in them. And Absolutely. I, I want to add to that. And you're 110 percent right, because what happens is once we got this entitlement of being an owner, we kind of slack off and want to put somebody else in that position and rely on them to take care of your business. And those are the people that you're that you're answering that's telling you we don't have this. We don't have that because they don't care. Right. Yep. Well, paycheck is going to be there. And that's the fault on the owner. Like I've done it. I think everybody has done it in the beginning. And yeah. I caught on very quick to know that, you know what, I'm straight. I need to be on top of every single thing that this business has to offer. Because if I don't, nobody cares like I'm going to care. Nobody's going to care like my wife or Tamaris. Nobody's going right. to care. For sure. Nobody cares. For sure. So at the end of the day, I know that I'm going to be in control of my destiny if I put my hands on it and if I have my eyes on it. I'm not Absolutely. about to sit there and just put any or everybody in charge. Like when I'm gone, I have family members that's actually going to help me out. But for the most part, my phone is going to be on. I don't care what the bill is going to be at the end of the month. But at the end of the day, we're still in charge. And if you don't take charge and pride in in your brand, not just your business, but your brand, you're going to, you're going to fall. You're going to fall. There's no other way but down. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's a fact because, and and like when Tamaris was saying earlier, like how you guys don't tolerate, you know, certain things, dress code and and, and your employees looking a certain way. Like, that's what I'm speaking to. You, you guys are making sure that those things are correct. And these are the things that we have to pay more attention to that. I think that a lot of times we're, we're we're lacking that We're, we're, we're lacking these foundational things that other cultures have down pack already. They understand that this is just business. You know, they're not going to bring attitudes. They're going to always say, thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. You know, these type of things, even if they don't like you, they're still going to, they're going to like you enough to take your money. You know what I mean? And and, and at the end of the day, we don't understand that. And that's, and that's, I think that's a foundational knowledge that we have to find somewhere or just start to change that narrative. You know what I mean? It starts with people like you doing that, you know what I mean? And being examples and being role models to, to, to other young, you know, minorities, black, brown, so forth and so on, you know, to, to kind of give them that game. So that's really important that you guys are doing um, um, the workshops and stuff like you're doing and talking about everything well-rounded, you know what I mean? You're not only talking about, you know, hey, you know, get your LLC and, you know, purchase this truck, but you're also talking about branding. You're also talking about customer service and all these different things that people just tend to not realize comes with the game, man. This, this is what's going to make your business survive and thrive. You talk about longevity, being around, legacy. That's what's going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's right. what's going to do it. Nothing else. And only, Absolutely. this is a real fact, only 15% of people in the trucking industry make it their second year. Mm. 15%. So it, it, there is a ton of money, but I mean, if you, if you don't, you could be a trucker all day, you could drive the truck, but if you don't have that business mentality, you're going to get fucked. Right, right, My right, right. But Yeah, I mean, because it, it is, I mean, you have to know, like he said, you have to have overhead. If I wasn't, you know, doing real estate and if he wasn't a longshoreman, we would have crashed because the first, like, like Tamara said, like Garen said in the dump truck industry, a lot of people don't factor, you know, and over the road, you could factor and get your check, you know, in the next day. Yeah, for sure. With, with dump trucks, it's a little different. I mean, I'm sure companies do it, but a lot of them won't because they know that with dump trucks, since these are, um, 
you're going through brokers or, you know, federal or state contracts, government contracts, you won't get paid in 60 to 90 days sometimes. Wow. You're paying your driver, let's say a thousand a week, right? That has to come from somewhere, right? Right. So no matter what, we're getting in the dump game. You're, I don't care if you don't get paid. You're, you got to, your drivers won't make that truck work. How you get, you get the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah have to pay our drivers let's say a thousand a week for that four weeks from our own pocket from other means of income right you got you imagine but and that that lump sum of check is not coming in sometimes not all the time luckily we got blessed with our contract where you know we're getting paid on time but there are brokers where he had to call him i gotta go up to their business and get my money sometimes you gotta shake some collars you gotta ruffle up the office (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. you gotta knock on some doors huh Make them <laughs> no, I mean, with a but, smile, right, Garen? With a smile, of course, you go. Of course, with a smile. Of course, with a smile. But, but, but you that, say please and thank you, right, Garen? Right. I go in there with a suit. That, but right. that, 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 that is the beauty of dealing with the government contracting and stuff like that, man. Because you get you get paid when you're dealing with the government. But it's still sometimes but, sixty to ninety days. Wow! Wow! Sixty to ninety. Yeah, that's. That's tough, man. That's that's really Imagine tough. Imagine all that overhead. You got truck parking. You got insurance. You got registration. You got. Um, I don't even, I don't even want to imagine it. My head hurts already. Basically, <laughs> you're basically funding that project for ninety days. So right. You're you're funding. Worst that case, then there's right. the better cases that we've learned. We now we know which brokers to go to, which contracts to pick up. So right. That's what I'm saying. The mistakes <laughs> we've made. We want to teach, like, hey, like, don't go to him. Like, do this. Do yeah. That. <laughs> no doubt. No, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. We're not right. just here, you know? Right, right, right. Cool, cool, cool. So you guys were able to go from one to four trucks. How long did it take you? Uh, about, we, shoot, man. We started, we started in 2016, and this is 2019. We on so. the all Damn. Damn. Yeah. Three years? Yeah, that's that's phenomenal, man. That that's phenomenal. Wow. And have you seen our trucks? I get mad. Listen, I've seen y'all trucks. Y'all <laughs> trucks. Y'all trucks are the real deal. Like, <laughs> listen, y'all, li- listen, everybody listening. I'm gonna give you their social media so y'all can check them out or whatever. But listen, they have like brand new, pristine. Uh, if they're not brand new, they look brand new to me. I mean, them things are clean. Like they're the real deal. You know, they so this, look at the one with the inside, but it's like oh, a I didn't house. get to, I didn't get to the inside yet. Oh baby, y'all got, y'all got clubs, the club inside. lights in the truck and he's all that. A car, he's a car dude. Let me tell you, he yeah. has he he loves old schools. He owns thirty old schools, right? Oh, so you make him you make him fancy? Yeah, yeah. I, I got I got over I got over thirty vintage cars. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. That's, that's dope. But this that. is my whole thing. Like I'm, I'm this is another model of mine. It's called spend the money. Mm. The reason why I say spend the money is because if you don't spend the money, you're going to end up giving it to Uncle Sam either way it go. There so you go. once you spend that money, you recycle that money back to your, your, your business and your family for, for fun and leisure. Right. But also, when you come pulling up clean, nine times out of ten, those brokers look at you. Those contractors look at oh, you. They, they, we want because you're them. representing not just, not just the industry, but you're representing for that company. So when they have that entitlement, like it's a lot, like it's a lot of entitlement that goes on in this. And, and I, I kind of think right now, me and a few other uh, of my partners, we kind of got it unlocked as far as the styles and, 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 and the cleanness for, for the actual jobs, man. That's gotcha. how we get our jobs. That's how we get pinpointed. Like we, we're like a black sheep. We stand out. There you go. There you go. Like, we, like whenever I ride, like sometimes like we'll just jump on the truck if we have to take it to the mechanic. 
and the feeling of seeing everybody going thumbs up you know like the other yeah, truckers yeah. Like, it's a great feeling. He takes pride. Like, sometimes he'll even bring the trucks and wash them himself. Like, right. you know, those are- Y'all moving around dirt all day, man, and your car look cleaner than my- I mean, your truck look cleaner than my car. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? That, I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy. So, so let me tell- what, what, what else are you guys into, man? Because you, you guys all seem very entrepreneurial. So, while I got you on here, let me pick your brain a little bit. We got the dump trucks. You got got the real estate. What 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 else is going on in your heads? What's some other investments? Talk talk to me, ladies first. Go ahead. <laughs> well, um, oh, go I, ahead. my my personal business is I have um, a consulting firm, and that's where I educate small businesses on from foundational all the way up to winning their first contract. So that's everything from. Um, uh, their, the structure in their business to setting up their back office support. That's a very key factor. You have to have an administrative team, even if you're small, you know, you there, there's companies out there that you can, you know, pay for service as you go, but um, having an accountant or a CPA or having um, marketing a person, so on and so forth. That's very important to, the longevity of your business. So that's what I do on the side. Um, Shanti and I are actually certified nail technicians. So Uh-oh. we do nails. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Do I, do I see like a, like a, a nail shop in the future is coming? It's coming? Probably, but I'm like, I'm I, I, see, I see you. I see you, Tabaris. I see you. We're all <laughs> <laughs> oh man, everybody's West nails West. is right. West West. Every, everybody's nails is right. I'm gonna tell you something though. I ain't I, showing y'all my nails. Nah, uh oh, uh oh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I want to add to that though. I originally went to nail school because I did want to open a salon like six, five years ago. Okay. And this man right here did all my projects. He's mm. like, he's like, look. Jack, I, I don't, I wouldn't even know how to do a damn manicure. You want acrylic? You want he coffin? Did you want coffin? You want coffin? Square, square, long, round? What you want? Crystal, crystal gel. What's that? The crystal, crystal gel. White. What do you want? Oh my gosh! I asked him now. Can you gel me up real quick? <laughs> Yo, that is crazy. That is crazy. All right. Yes. So we, so we got the nail store opening up soon. We got, we got to look out for that. You, know, yes, you can put yes. a, a nail salon in the back of one of those dump trucks, man. You already got a trick. Right? You know I mean? <laughs> Why not? Why not? What, what, what right? about you, Shanti? What, what, what else you got on your mind as far as other projects? Okay, so aside from real estate, you know, our trucker right, the dump trucks, I want to say, so the, what I do when it comes to our business, I actually, you know, he's the one that gets down and dirty, deals with the drivers, deals with, you know, the trucks. And I'm the one that actually does like the invoicing, accounting, okay. you know, mailing out the slips. Administrative. So that's where, yeah, exactly. So that's where it works out perfect for us because I couldn't imagine, you know, doing this business by myself. You know, you sure. forget it. I'm like, sure. I'm 30. How old am I? 33? <laughs> I have this, we're, we write post-it notes around the house because we really, we have so much going on. Right, right, right. Forget. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's why, you know, I make it, we make it easy on each other. Like he'll handle stuff that like he can get under the, the, the truck and do whatever you got to do. As long as I have, you know, make sure we're getting paid on time, let him know what's going on. That's what I do. And we just started a week ago. We're homeschooling now. Ah, dope. 
our five-year-old, which, yeah, so um, we decided that the school system is not like it used to be when Mm -hmm. we were growing up, you know, and, you know, social media has caused a lot of bullying, um, you know, shootings, uh, depression, and we noticed that we want to teach our kid real life stuff, you know? what real life is like, for instance, instead of reading about Bora Bora, he's going to go there. He's going to taste the food. He's going to see the culture. We're going to show him, you know, he'll jump in the truck with G and learn about what's really going on. Add to your piece. Cause I know you say it's so good. Your thoughts on homeschooling. Well, like, uh, let's go back. Let's back up for two seconds. What I like to talk, what I like to do. <laughs> right. <Uh-oh. laughs> well, um, I am into, uh, Hot rods, low riders, bikes, boats, RTVs. Uh, but I, I like all outdoor sports, all, you know, uh, uh, crafts. So okay. I, I can tell everything. Anything that has a motor on it, that's all me. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Um, now, back to um, what she was saying, my wife. Um, the reason why I'm so firm on our business being a brand is because we're actually paving the way for – mothers or fathers to be at home or with their families mm. instead of having to go work a nine to five. And I see a lot of people like how we were raised. I was raised in a Los Angeles unified school district. Right. And by law, I mean, that's what we're supposed to do as a kid is go to school. Right. So what we are able to do now that we have the entrepreneurship and more freedom um, is actually raise our son um, doing homeschool. So it's a big difference from how I was raised. So basically everybody in the household is actually learning um, something different, you know? So that's why, like I said, that's why we're so stern on a brand because we are actually giving people the opportunity to spend more time with their family. And, you know, it, it, it gives you that financial freedom. It gives you just uh, freedom within the household itself. So now my son never has to see a, 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 a public school ever again unless he chooses to Facts. you know what I mean so that's really more so what this thing is all about and that's what I actually enjoy I love being around my son like he's the best he's like one of my he's my best friend you know what I mean besides my wife it's a marriage right. but you know at the end of the day it's, that's what this is all about <laughs> so yeah that's what this is all about um is giving um my son, I'm happy. Like I'm, ha- I'm super happy. That's another one of my hobbies to see my son flourish in life mm-hmm. and actually giving him the opportunity to see what, uh, not just working for somebody looks like, but having somebody work for you, you yes. know, you kind of want to change the narrative on that. You know yes. what I mean? So that's what we're doing right now. And, uh, and, and, and Hey, it's a blessing. Yeah. It's, yeah. So that's, so that's, so that's, I got to add, that is one of my hobbies that I actually enjoy is actually, training and, and, and teaching my son. Wow. Wow. That's so dope, man. And, that, and that's really important. Like, man, if, if out of everything we talked about, that may be the most important thing that, you know, Jewel that was dropped here today, because Absolutely. I think especially now, man, in the school system, like you said, it, it's a lot of aimless education, you know, num- num- number one to where we're teaching our kids, but there's no real direction. There's no directive. Um, and in the world we live in today, if you're not skilled, if you don't have a trade, if you don't know something specific, um, you're going to have a lot of issues, man, because we're, we're, we're already moving to the world to where technology is taking over, right? And, and, and everything is automated. So if you're not an owner, 
of, 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 of some sort of technology or something like that, or, or, or you're not an owner and you know some kind of skill that could help people directly, you're going to be in trouble. You know, yeah. in, in, in the next you know, few years, there's really going to be a disparity, a, a, a big disparity between the rich and the poor. And it, it's coming faster than, we, than, than probably we can even see because, you know, there's a lot of people that are going to be lost because they're not taking advantage of learning skills and they're not getting into yeah. technology. And, and they're just going to be out there with nothing because all those jobs are going away. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. So, so that mindset, man, that mindset is beautiful, man. And, and, and like he, he, your little man, he's going to come up, like he's going to be on, on point. Cause like you said, yeah. from the gate, he has a whole different mindset. He sees something different, you know, it's called evolution. Um, a lot of people like, when he first started playing with his iPad and all that stuff, everybody's talking about, oh, he needs to get a newspaper. He gets but in reality, that's what the evolution is about right now is technology and learning over, like, look at us. We have, we don't need to need to meet in a, a right. setting. We can right. just do this straight over the, over the computer. Like, right, right, right. you know what I mean? So, like, you know, if you don't evolve and if you don't accept the evolution, you're going to be kind of outdated. Like I look at a lot of people that were locked up in the 1970s and they come out, they're still wearing wedges and bell bottoms. And stuff. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. right. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with it, but right, I just, right, right. You know, you, you, that's just what it is. You don't want to look too crazy or, or seem too crazy. And that's what we kind of want to raise our child. We don't want him to be um, behind the game. We want him ahead of the game. If not, right. just run the marathon. Right. No, that's a fact. You got it. We got to adapt, man. That's, that's it. Adaptation. You know what I mean? Evolution, adaptation. That's, that, that's, that's so important, man. Like it's, 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 it's been a great conversation. I don't want to keep you guys all night. Cause I know you got to get ready for your trip in the morning. You know what I mean? I, I think this has been a, a show power packed with a lot of jewels. We, we touched on a lot of different things, all you guys. So what I want to do is I want to wrap it up, but before I wrap it up, um, as always, I want everybody to give, you know, their final thought, and I also want you to give your social media where people can connect with you, where they can follow you, so forth and so on. Um, let's start with Tamaris down there. Yes, Tamaris, sir. where you at? Talk, talk to us. Oh, <laughs> thank, I thank you so very much for doing what you're doing and you're um, bringing an awareness to this industry. So I appreciate you um, for bringing us on tonight. Um, I'm excited. I, I see this picking up quickly. Um, you know, seeing more men and women, but specifically women getting into this industry, um, more minorities being able to create generational wealth, like Garen spoke on earlier. And, um, you know, let's, let's get this money that's sitting on the table. You know, I'm sitting in these meetings all the time with the city and I'm like, I'm like one of the few of, you know, brown skins in there. And I'm like, this don't make no sense. All this money sitting here and our people's not, they don't know about it. That's you know, so let's, let's, let's pull it together. Let's each one teach one, each one reach one and um, get this money. There it get is. Shanti. <sighs> so, you know, starting off, I was a little, you know, skeptical about this business. We've had plenty of talks and I just want to say that I am so happy and I feel so blessed that we, d- we did decide to go the transportation route. I feel like I'm such a pro, but I'm not, you know, you learn something new every day. And the best feeling about this is going to sleep knowing that we don't have to worry about, you know, paying rent or a mortgage or a note. You know, this is financial freedom, knowing that we can go anywhere in the world and know that we'll be okay. Nice. And this is what we want to teach, especially to the single women, the moms. There's another way. 
and just, you know, stay consistent and keep going. And you got this and let us teach you truckerright.com. Follow me at truckerright and at Shanti Hoffman. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Garen, close us out, my brother. Hey, man, I just want to say thank you for doing what you're doing, not just only with us, but with the whole the whole community that's down to uh, be a part of what you got, your movement that you got going on. Um, this is a huge platform for us to uh, state what we do and how we do it, where we do it, and also get the business and clientele and maybe partnerships in the long term, uh, in, in the near future. Um, also, I want to say that uh, this is – pretty much the new world order as far as uh, income for families. Um, it's the closest thing that you're going to get as far as making money than getting a PhD. You know, um, all you got to do is uh, sacrifice a month or two months out of your life to have a whole future um, of, 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 of just pure bliss. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what we hear. That's why I have my wife. That's why we got Tamaris. We are all here to help. Um, you can reach me at uh, Hoffman Transportation or my personal website. Well, my personal Instagram is Lord Jesus Christ. I hate when he gives that. Yeah. <laughs> He's fly, y'all. He's fly, y'all. Check him out. He's fly. That's why I never tag him. At Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to get the podcast shut down. That's it. I got, I got one, la one, last, one last thought. One last thought, if you don't mind. One I don't last mind. thought. Go, go for okay. it. Okay. One last thought. I also, you know, we, 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 we said that, you know, we're targeting moms and we're targeting minorities. We also want to push the thought out there, too, that this is a re-entry industry as well. So our mothers and our fathers, our men and women of color that um, are – re-entering society from their government-funded vacation. Hint, mm. hint. Yes, 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 yes. I love <laughs> that. that. Love you that. know, this is, this is the perfect industry for you to jump in and be an owner-operator that is felony-friendly, you, know, um, you know, if you're the owner and operator. Now, it may be different if you're going after your CDL and you want to work for a company, but we push entrepreneurship. That's why we have the course. So that's just one last thought I want to put out there that, hey, if you have a felony and it's preventing you from getting back into the industry or getting into, you know, a workforce where you can make money to actually take care of your family, consider getting into dump truck, owning your own dump truck business, and definitely visit in trekkerright.com and learn more about it. Also, don't forget about our workshop, October the 12th. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Four Point Sheraton in Culver City, Los Angeles. And you can buy the tickets on Eventbrite or our website, trekkerright.com. There it is. There it is. Tamaris, thank you. Garen Shanti, thank you. You guys were great. Appreciate you guys, you know, spending, you. spending your time with us tonight. It was great. You know, and, um, you know, that's it, man. Truck and Hustle. We, we, we going to wrap it up like that. Thank you. Shout out to Truck and Hustle. Thank you. Truck Listen, and we, 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 we going to stay connected, man. I got a lot of, lot of plans for the future. You know, we going to definitely keep chopping it up and keep building and um, keep this relationship going. Because ultimately, um, this is what, what this is really about is making connections. You know what yeah. I mean? C connecting people from, you know, all over the United States, all over the country, all over the world who are in this industry, like-minded people, you know, sharing information, so forth and so on, and seeing what this could turn into. So, you know, Absolutely. I'm really, I'm really excited to keep this thing going, man. 
Absolutely. Thank All you right. so much. Uh, yeah, y'all have a safe flight. You know, enjoy Bora Bora. Yeah. I'm sure you'll I might, I might, I might book my trip too since they did since they showed me on the gram. You know what I mean? I'm gonna check it out. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, child. Yeah, have a good night. All right, pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure Bye. meeting you. Thank Bye. You. All right. Good night. All right. If you like what you heard, it's only gonna get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.